What's going on, Buckeye Show fans? I am coming to you from the basement setup for a little Buckeye Show podcast exclusive. So if you're listening to this, you know that the only place you could possibly get it is on our show's podcast feed. And if you are listening on Apple, we would greatly appreciate it if you took the time to leave us a little review, give it a five-star rating. We'd like to get those ratings and those review numbers up so we can get some more feedback from you and find out how we can make this show even better. And, you know, I I wanted to pluck an interview that I did on Buckeye Roundtable. So Buckeye Roundtable is different from the Buckeye show. It's in the same time slot. So, you know, a lot of people have asked me sort of, what are you doing there? It's not really the same show open and the rejoins. It is a Ohio State Sports Network show done by Learfield. You might have heard me and my good buddy Brandon Beam doing some work for them in the past. We've done post-game shows for Buckeye football three years running now. Those are actually all network broadcasts. Those are not local to 97.1 The Fan at all. Same thing with Buckeye Roundtable. I'm, you, I'm sure you probably heard of the show because it's it's been pretty popular and it's been on for shoot, 30-some years, maybe longer, during football season, you get Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, Skip Mossick. It literally is a roundtable because all those guys are in studio. Well, they wanted to extend that and do a winter-slash-spring version because, you know, give the people what they want statewide. A lot of people love listening to Ohio State topical things, and I'm here doing that same thing for those hours anyway. So for a Monday or sometimes Tuesday night because the Blue Jackets, yeah, we said, why not? So that's why I get so many guests on that show, because the spirit of the show is to be a roundtable, and I'm the one host, so I always like to get somebody on there keeping the conversation rolling with at least, you know, two people instead of just me there. So I've had more opportunities to talk to different people, and Tyvis Powell, he is, he's certainly a guy that we've been using on the Buckeye show anyway, and getting to... uh talk to different people and have different co-hosts. It's been enjoyable. You know, people have asked me a lot about that as well. Would you prefer to have a normal locked-in co-host? Well, there's there's positives with that, absolutely, but it just hasn't been in the works for a considerable amount of time, and we've been having success with the show in doing it this way, and there's some good in it in that I get to do shows with Antonio Pittman, and he's been really cool. I get to do shows with Joey Lane, who does his own basketball podcast, and I kind of recommended him to the bosses to bring him in for basketball-heavy shows. That's been enjoyable. Getting to have Colin do some shows, Evil Bald Colin, Eric Reeser, all these all these different guys, Matt Andrews, of course. <laughs> it's, been, it's been nice, but Tyvis in particular, when you get to meet former players, and just from the get-go, everybody could hear that he's always smiling. Yeah, you can actually feel that the guy is smiling through the radio, and he's he's a fun-loving dude. He's got a bubbly personality, and I wanted to give to you the interview that we did on this week's Buckeye Roundtable show just because we spent a lot of time talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, the guys that played for Ohio State, and some of the ones that he knew and his take on that, his perspective on seeing these guys have some success in playing in the biggest game ever coming up in Super Bowl 56. And we also talked a little bit about the 
firestorms going on up at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh taking the NFL interviews, coming back, and now they lose their defensive and offensive coordinator. And Josh Gaddis did not leave in a pretty fashion. So we get his take on that. And I, I think it was a good interview, and I hope you enjoy that. So from Buckeye Roundtable, here is our chat with my buddy, Tyvis Powell. Well, he's joining us from the comfort of his own home, Tyvis Powell, national champion for the Ohio State Buckeyes, the defensive MVP of that memorable win over Oregon, played in the NFL. Now he is here with all of us fine Buckeye fans. Tyvis, good evening, my friend. How we doing? I'm doing wonderful, Tim. I love that introduction. You know, you make me sound like I'm somebody of importance. You are. You are important, man. <laughs> I, I tell this story. We were doing an appearance, you and I. We did a lot of Buckeye football watch parties this last year. And uh, you got a message from uh, Pantone, Mark Pantone, right? Sort of the dean of Buckeye football recruiting with the Ohio State football program. Buckeye football guy. fans love this guy. Yeah, you love this guy, and he's he's up there on the chain. So if you talk about like you know getting to talk to a guy for an hour or so just to catch the stories, Mark would be somebody good. And so you show me the phone. You're like, look, look what Mark sent me, and he had something funny to say or something interesting. I can't remember what it was. And as I'm reading a message from him, the phone rings. Who is it? It's Richard Sherman, who was <laughs> the best cornerback in the world for like a five-year span. He's just calling his best friend, Tyvis Powell, just to catch up with him. So we, that's who we're you not are, friends. man. We, we are not friends. If Stop it wasn't, it. For, if yeah, it wasn't for our wives being friends, we wouldn't even talk. Oh, please, please. You guys talked for like half an hour, and it was about <laughs> absolutely nothing as well. It was that kind of friend talk. I want, I want to talk with you, though, about these Buckeyes in the NFL. You can even throw uh, Jordan Fuller into the mix, too. We talk a lot about the Cincinnati Buckeyes and all the guys on that team and the excitement because, well, let's not fake it, they're from Ohio, and no Ohio team has ever won a Super Bowl, and there's a chance for that this weekend. Have you gotten a chance to catch up with any of these guys that you played with? What's, what's sort of your mood and excitement for them? Because I know you guys as athletes love to see other athletes that you, you know, bled and sweat and, and you know, did all that with. You love to see them experience great things. Absolutely. Um, the person that I talked to, I actually talked to a couple of weeks ago, was Von Bell. You know, me and Von were very close when we were in college. I mean, that was my, my safety buddy. I mean, we was roommates and yeah. for away games and stuff like that. So that was my guy. And, you know, I just basically left the message of saying, you know, you only guaranteed this one opportunity, so don't let it slip. You know what it takes to win a national – or not a national – win a championship, I should say, because you've done it already. So it's already in your DNA. You know, make sure you leave it all out there on the field. And, you know, we kind of – I told him we'll talk after, you know, after things settle down. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, that's kind of been my message for all of them. I mean, you know, you think of who's on Cincinnati. You got Eli. He won a national championship. Sam um Vaughn, Isaiah and Joe Burrow cuz we st we still claim him he is a he Buckeye. He claims Ohio and, State. Well, yeah, he's a Buckeye Graduated. and he's a Tiger. So, yeah, yeah. we are free to we're free to claim him. You know, those guys all have uh championship winning experiences. So, if they they know what it takes to win this game, they know they got to lock in. They know that the Rams is a a huge task with that that defensive line that they have and Obviously, having Cooper Cup, the triple crown winner, Mine's so they, they they 
Yeah, yeah, he uh, they'll have their hands full with that. But, you know, there's one of those teams that you just don't doubt. They always seem to find a way to get things done, and I'm expecting to see that this Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's We're going to feel that excitement just in our neighborhoods and our communities as the week passes. I, I feel like even being in a an AFC North state, there's it's going to be weird feelings for Browns fans, but it, it's still something to see one of these Ohio teams in the game. We know the hurt feelings there because Cleveland has never even been there since he yes. three times <laughs> now, and they're trying to get this thing done. Do you? Uh, we're talking with Tyvis Powell, everyone. Who do you think? We've seen each of these different guys for the Bengals step up and have big games. Which Buckeye do you think is going to have the biggest impact on Sunday? Well, I'm going to tell you which one needs to have the biggest impact. That would be Isaiah Prince. You know, obviously sure. he has the he has the tall task of Von Miller and Leonard Floyd this week Ooh. or this Sunday, which is is hard. It's a hard ask. But if you can just buy Joe Burrow just a slight bit of time, he can deliver that ball because he has weapons with um, T. Higgins, with Tyler Boyd, and obviously Jamar Chase. If he can find a way to get them the ball and just buy buy him enough time to make those reads and get the ball out, it'll be a really good game. Even though even though you might give up a couple of sacks here and there, Joe has already shown that that's not going to stop him from uh, winning this game. So I think as long as you got Joe Burrow back there, everything should be all right. Tyvis, you are one of those guys, and – the sad thing for that team up north is that there's a lot of these guys down in Columbus that walk around with four sets of gold pants where they can say they went through their whole career and never lost to Michigan, to that team up north. What is your perspective on what has gone on? Just <laughs> soaking in the loss and how that felt, but now seeing what's happening to Michigan's program with Harbaugh being a yo-yo and now Josh Gaddis, their OC, has left. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of bad things going on up there. It's which is shocking, you know. After you think about the season that they had, you know, the special season where they had these two stud defensive ends, and this team has really went on this run to to make it to the playoffs. They finally overcame their struggles of beating Ohio State, and they finally won the Big Ten championship. And this is all on a pro, one year prove it deal with Jim Harbaugh, and. To the fact that this offseason has went this way is just so shocking. You would think, you know, recruiting would be up for them. Everybody would be happy to be there. They finally had a winning season and finally have something to prove and have to show for. And it seems like everybody wanted to get out. You know, Jim, it started with Jim. Then his, then his D.C. left to go. His brother took his D.C. And then Jim comes back after dis, completely disrespecting the program by – interviewing for a head coaching job on national signing day. I mean, that's kind of like mm. a slap in the face. It's weird. And yeah, it is. And then the o he comes back and then the OC says, "You know what? I don't feel appreciated here." I obviously he must have thought he would be And he tells us all about that. Yeah, he must have thought that he would be the next guy in line and they was like that's not the case and he's like, "You know what? I'm I'm out." So it's it's like turmoil up there and all while you know, Ohio State is reloading right now. You know, they, they you think about because I've been there. You know, after losing to in 2013 when we lost to Michigan State and Clemson for our last two games, that off season was unreal. I mean, Coach Mick really made us feel uh, school pride that that year. You know, it was very tough. Um, the the workout conditions was 
it was times, Tim, where I, I almost wanted to to cry because it was that bad. <laughs> so if you hear uh, coaches come out and say that, you know, your your program is soft, you're not tough, y'all not physical, the person that takes that to heart the most would be Coach Mick because anytime that a, that a team, he feels the team isn't physically up to par, that's on him. So I think he's going to go back to those that 2013 offseason that we had, and he's going to bring that same mentality out, and we should see a totally different, more physical, more tough, more hungry Buckeyes in this upcoming season. I will leave, I'll leave you with this, Tim. The last time we had a defensive coordinator switch and we had a terrible mm-hmm. – and we had mm-hmm. an offseason like this. It was pretty the good. National, the Buckeyes won the national championship. So if history tends to repeat itself, we should be looking at a national championship Buckeye team this year. Oh, isn't he great, everybody? He's Tyvis Powell, and I urge you to follow him on social media and keep up to speed with what he's going to be doing throughout his weeks because you can catch him on some different places – and you could tell just with him talking here, he's always smiling. He's got a bubbly personality. And I love talking to you, Tyvis. I hope you and your family have a great week, okay? I appreciate that, Tim. I love you too, buddy. And once again, that was really cool for Tyvis Powell to join us on Buckeye Roundtable here recently. We talked about a lot of fun things. And at the end there, I get what he's saying. But the last time some big hires were made you went to the national championship and you got it done from 2013 to 2014. Even if you want to look at what happened when Ryan day took things over at the end of the 2018 season and brought in Jeff Halfley, that was a move that sort of feels like the one that's happening this year with a guy like Jim Knowles coming in. And I know they didn't win the title, but I think we all realize how amazing that 2019 team was. And, it's why you do want to make uh, you do want to turn field goals into touchdowns because you think of that national semifinal against Clemson and how you're up what sixteen to nothing, kicked too many field goals down there in the red zone, and that game just turned out to be crazy and you got some ridiculously horrible calls that went against you, and it was a tough it was a tough pill to swallow really was tough pill to swallow easy for me to say. And just goes to show you that's how hard it is to win a national championship. We're still trying to win the next one. So appreciate you guys checking out this little Buckeye show podcast exclusive. We'll keep doing some things like this and we will see you next time on the Buckeye show. Have a great one.